traditional training programs are just failing to provide effective education in the relational communication and effective skills and helping leaders develop inner skills. The most important skills to develop as a leader are obviously much more difficult to teach than, say, financial analysis. Because those are skills that require more than a PowerPoint presentation and some sample spreadsheets or fluffy, like one-time inspirational talks. Your job is to rewire your brain with the power of your own mind. That's what neuroplasticity is all about. That's what the human experience is all about. To uncover and rediscover what we are human beings, feeling and thinking beings, and by doing so, creating our experience from a moment-to-moment basis. Expand your consciousness into a world where mindfulness meets neuroscience. My name is Fernanda Lind, and I am your host. Welcome back, my friends. Today, we're going to talk about the leadership gap which is the space between the current state of leadership development practices and the leadership we actually need. And in this episode, I will be telling you all about that space and why leadership must change. So if you're ready, let's just not waste any time and let's dive in. As you know now, sustainable leadership is a path forward. I mean, I've talked about it in past episodes. If you follow me on social media, you know, I keep talking about sustainable leadership. It is the path we all need to choose for the good of ourselves, our organizations, and our world. But we also know that it's not as easy as walking into work tomorrow and declaring, I am a sustainable leader now. (laughs) There are many skills and qualities that must be developed in order for a leader to truly be sustainable. So we need to develop within ourselves to become sustainable leaders. And we need to understand what we need to be looking for in others to build a sustainable team that is going to be effective. Our company, Reward Global, is aligned with not only the SDGs, but the IDGs, the Inner Development Goals, a framework that tells us what skills we need to develop in order to accomplish the sustainability development goals the UN has created on a global scale. But the inner development framework really just provides us with a list of those skills and qualities that we need as leaders of the future, but it's not a curriculum, it's not a program. And that is where we see the leadership gap. The leadership gap exists because we see those end goal qualities and skills and we can see where our development practices currently are. And we have this gap in between. We know where we want to be and many of us are already actively working toward that goal personally. But when it comes to our organizations, we may be missing out on many benefits because employees across many levels lack the knowledge and the capabilities we see in sustainable leaders. The professional development industry is a massive, multi-billion dollar machine that just grows every year. And yet, even organizations that spend collective billions annually on training current and future executives report frustrating results. According to Harvard Business Review, more than 50% of senior leaders believe that their talent development efforts just don't adequately build critical skills and organizational capabilities. I mean, let me just repeat that because this is crucial. More than 50% of senior leaders believe that their talent development efforts 
don't adequately build critical skills and organizational capabilities. I mean, that's just not acceptable. And here's what we see, that's because we still largely follow a traditional approach to development. That's the problem. Most executive education programs focus on skills like strategy development, financial analysis, or worse, shallow inner practices that just lead nowhere. So can we agree that strategy and analysis are really important skills? Yes, (laughs) absolutely. But they are not the skills most needed to build sustainable leaders. Traditional training programs are just failing to provide effective education in the relational communication and effective skills. And helping leaders develop inner skills, the most important skills to develop as a leader, are obviously much more difficult to teach than, say, financial analysis. Because those are skills that require more than a PowerPoint presentation and some sample spreadsheets or fluffy, like, one-time inspirational talks. That's one reason the leadership gap exists. Another reason is that the way we approach leadership development as organizations is just at odds with the motivations of those receiving the development. Organizations invest in development for the long-term benefit of the company, but individuals invest in development for the benefits that will allow them to advance their careers whether that is with our current organization or not. So while employers are selecting development opportunities that align with the corporation's agenda, employees are just leaning into development opportunities that they feel will provide them just the best personal return on investment. And I'm sure you're not surprised to hear this, right? I mean, it's not often an organization's goals and an individual's goals align. And a third reason for this leadership gap is the lack of skills transference. And this is really important, I feel, because even when provided with quality development opportunities, very few executives seem to take what do they learn there and actually apply it in the workplace or integrate it. And this is especially true when executives do not see clearly how these skills that they are learning are directly applicable to their jobs. I think this is the biggest problem in the leadership development space, and this is called the distance between the locus of acquisition, or where the skill is learned, and the locus of application, where the skill is applied. And the larger the distance between those two, I mean, are less likely a learner is to apply their new skill. So, It is fairly easy to apply skills if the locus of acquisition is similar to the locus of application. In neurosciences, it's called near transfer. So for example, if you take a training course on a very specific software application, you can easily return to your job and perform those same applications, right? That's a very near transfer of learning. But if you attempted to use that same training to identify maybe a potential pitfall in your organization that it might be experiencing while implementing the new software, I mean, that's farther transfer of learning, right? New skills are more difficult to transfer when the locus of application and the locus of acquisition are far apart in time and space. For example, when you're attempting to apply 
skills you might have learned in an MBA program 10 years later, right, on the job. They're also more difficult to transfer when the social distance is greater. For example, after experiencing a development opportunity on collaboration alongside other top-tier executives, likely find it easy to approach collaboration with management teams at your job, but find it more challenging to collaborate with entry-level employees. So the difference in functional contexts, I find it very important. Anyone who has had to experience beginning a new task after an hour, reading about it versus beginning a new task after spending an hour being trained by someone proficient in it, I will understand this difference. And probably you're with me here. So there is evidence that suggests only 10% of the 200 billion annual spending on corporate training and development, and this is only in the US, delivers concrete results. I mean, it's insane when you think about it. Teaching more abstract concepts, differing motivations among learners, and lack of skills transference is just causing thousands of organizations to overspend on development that is failing to bridge the leadership gap. And we are here to change that. That's what my company is here for. But let's dig deeper here, okay? I mean, again, like, why is this our problem? The benefits that many corporations are failing to receive due to the leadership gap include increased engagement, attraction and retention of talent, this is a big problem, enhanced approaches to innovation, positive impacts on brand reputation, and more. And the surprising part is that these benefits are passing some of us by not because of deficiencies in, say, an HR department or among employees' teams. They're passing us by because the most out-of-touch people at organizations are actually the board members and the management. So we're missing out because of the people at the top, not the people at the bottom or mid-level. And that is why this leadership gap, I feel, is daunting because the groups that need it the most are the same groups who are least likely to believe they need it (laughs) or to be responsive to a call for it. Very interesting, right? The success of sustainable leadership is dependent on more than knowledge. I know plenty of high-level executives who know all the technical skills. They're brilliant at what they do. They have their degrees, their resume, the data, but they don't have the emotional intelligence or the skills or the mindset to be a true sustainable leader. And because they only see on paper how qualified they are, they fail to recognize all the ways in which they need to improve. Big blind spot. And this only gets worse when those same executives surround themselves with peers exactly like them. And they fail to engage with other teams and lower level employees. I mean, if you're only looking into a mirror, you're going to fail to notice the sliding door just like across the room, right? So people at the top of the organization have an important role to play in making any development beneficial and preparing the organization for successful development to take root involves uncovering all of these barriers that are hidden below the surface. It means involving many stakeholders, using employee feedback to build a systemic culture that promotes improvement and promotes innovation. And of course, 
This begins with leadership, being willing to look each other or oneself in the eye and say, we do not have all the answers. And that is not always easy for leaders to do, because of course, can get very uncomfortable, and a fragile leader cannot handle the uncomfortable truth. So to bridge the leadership gap, we must look beyond our peers. We must look out and across and down. There is no one-size-fits-all, just plug-and-play solution that's going to create sustainable leaders in every organization. We need development opportunities that include a focus on emotional intelligence and empathy, active listening, addressing bias, honoring inclusivity. We need to learn how to inspire. We need to learn how to harness passion from management and entry-level employees. We need to be able to create a space where innovation and creativity thrive. And we need to develop communication skills, like real human connection skills, like how to tell and listen to stories, how to shape a vision and bring it to life in words, and how to make our goals very, very real and personal. We need to be able to help employees engage with stakeholders and break down the traditional boundaries that keep executives in the boardroom and employees on the floor. We need to collaborate, that's it, and learn other roles so that we can better empathize and co-produce. So we need to be able to reconcile short-term needs with long-term planning and performance. And if it seems like I'm asking a lot here, it's because I actually am. Aligning commercial success with the delivery of positive social and environmental outcomes, it is an enormous skill to learn. It involves a lot of components, and I bet a few of you have experienced development opportunities that address those skills, right? To close the leadership gap, we need new learning opportunities, but we need customized experiences tailored to expertly teaching soft skills and providing ample opportunity for practice and practical application. I cannot stress this enough. We need personalized options with curated content. And for many of us, this will require taking our development into our own hands and seeking out opportunities and experiences that speak to our unique needs. Let me repeat that. For many of you listening right now, it will require taking your development in your own hands hands and seeking out those opportunities and those experiences that will speak to your unique needs that is tailored to you. Bridging this leadership gap is at the heart, of course, of the work that we do over at Rewired Global. It is the inspiration behind our flagship transformational programs for leaders. And Rewired Global was created to help Powerful women and men in leadership positions gain the mental abilities, cognitive skills, and other inequalities they need to be sustainable leaders. And if you are interested in deciding if this opportunity is right for you, just head to the link in the show notes for more resources. Whatever your path is towards sustainable leadership and however you embrace bridging the leadership gap, we are here to show you the way. We work on everything from ways to train your brain, different approaches to develop the inner skills needed to lead from the highest level, and the best of all, a community of ambitious leaders who have been in situations just like you. 
So let's move forward knowing we have everything it takes to become the very best version of ourselves as leaders and beyond. And again, as always, thank you for listening. Please leave a review over on Apple Podcast if you are enjoying the show. And wherever you are in the world, I hope you are having a fabulous day or evening. I'm going to see you here next time on the Wired to Win show. Bye, everyone.